If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. That was decent. Um, welcome back to another week of the Jokes on You podcast. With <laughs> yes, we have our hair out today. I have two rolls of locks done, so that's what y'all are going to see today. I have um, on my court wig. This is that is the court wig. My Lisa Bloom. Thank you, my Lisa Bloom, Bob. Yes, represented. Um, so funny. So funny. Um, LinkedIn. and I've got my um my little braid out today. I don't know what it's called. It's cute. It's, it's cute. It's good. I look like I cheat on niggas with this hair. Well, there's always that one bitch like who has natural hair that don't do, do shit to it. Just wake up and go. Who always be like <laughs> fuck with bitches, niggas? You got time. Yeah, because you ain't got to do your hair. Because <laughs> you're not doing your hair. Like, well, y'all sitting here doing these. Or Mel in here twisting this hair and braiding it down. Well, you can't I be got niggas to fuck. Yeah, I got right. niggas. Or bitches, you know, whatever you're into. Yeah, you know, yeah. Happy Pride. Thank happy you. Pride. Happy uh, Pride, y'all. Man. Uh, thank you guys for last week. Last week was super cool. We got up on YouTube, so we're going to try to put this one on YouTube as well. But we finally have the YouTube up and running. Thank y'all so much. Um, Shout out to the um, Donate Twitter. to our building fund so we can get yes, building fund. <laughs> <laughs> so they to the building funds so we can get a, a external hard drive so we can keep all these motherfuckers because it's a lot of space these things yeah. are long. um it's on my amazon wish list i have like a tetrabyte um thing on there so if y'all want to buy it um my birthday's on saturday shout out to Ooh. that shout out to the cancers my baby's happy birthday happy birthday to him he's a man now is he having a bar mitzvah he is you know i'm a jew so thank you for remembering um he will be having a bar mitzvah with me um, I was hoping to get Drake, but I may have to settle for Ja Rule, but that'll be fine. Oh, you know. Did y'all see Ja Rule on that Euro yes. commercial? Yes, and I saw him performing in that lady's kitchen, and I was down for both. If we can get Ja Rule for, like, not much money, when we're allowed to go back outside, we need to have a jokes on you something. I would go to see him do Thug Lovin', all the hits with Ashanti, yes. like, what? I know you getting bored. Come on, bring Bobby. Only if Bobby can come and do the karate kick out of the helicopter. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. And Lois do that little gyrate. Thing yes, yes, yes. It's all the best ever. I was very. I don't think I want to see Ja Rule do anything. I think I want to keep Ja Rule as I've kept him preserved in my mind from when he made sense to me. Because no. if I were to see him do things now, I want to see it now. And I want to ask him about Firefest. I'm like, so where do you think the money went? <laughs> Is he like, doing like a new fest? Isn't he doing a new? Yeah, he's doing a, a new music fest for anybody else who didn't get scammed good enough the first time. What's <laughs> <laughs> our jokes of the week? Again. Oh. Um... My joke of the week is that I've been trying to lose weight literally my whole life, and turns out it's just that I've been eating too many potatoes and not walking far enough. Like, I have done 
RI28. I have done all kinds of physical kettlebell challenges. I have flipped tires, lifted weights. It's been potatoes and walking. That's it. The whole time. Listen, well, now you can teach an Instagram class and sell that shit. You're a girl. You give it a new, uh, like, carbs and cardio something. You gotta Would give you- it a fancy name. People, they love names with, like, repetition and fitness. Yeah. Shit. Alliteration. Yeah, alliteration is a letter. No, that's all right. I don't want to teach people how to do anything. Um, <laughs> no, that's not. I don't want to. No, thank you. Maybe that just works for you too, though. That made you. Maybe my thing is yeah, which I had yesterday. But I'm trying. I had Everybody's bit, body's different. Only my body's getting surgery, so it'll be really different than everybody else's. <laughs> I was just a bitch is like, it's not worth it. <laughs> when I get my, my kids, I'm gonna pop them out. Bye bye. Sew it up, snatch it, and I'm gonna be good. And then I'm it's getting be my safe. stomach stapled to my neck and my titties clipped to my collarbone. Um, Did I'm, y'all see you to your collarbone from Dr. Miami? Yes, he cut her titties off. But you know when they do it that way, you lose the sensation in your nipples. He's supposed to like keep the top part of the titty or whatever. And I guess the nurse, you could feel your nipples. But I don't know if there was going to be a way to keep that part of the titty from the distance it was from the top. Bring the- <laughs> if, if with her titties, if someone's sucking on her nipples, they may as well just be eating her coochie because it's in the same area. Well, to be fair, as somebody with suckable uh, titty coochie um, syndrome, it's really more so when they have to hold the breast like a trumpet that you know it's just gone too far. I don't want to talk about titties no more. I'm tired of titties. I'm tired of these big ass porn titties that I have. I'm sick of it. Nothing I wear looks appropriate for any occasion. I cannot. I bought two bathing suits and I looked at them on the model. I was like, oh, this will be perfect for me. Porn. It looks like porn. Everything I put on looks like porn and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of these big giant balloon titties. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. You know, me and my titties, we're on the same accord. They're ready to get done. I'm ready for him to do it. So we're just on the same. Matter of fact, there's also a breast fund. If niggas want to donate to the Titty Foundation, we can go ahead and get these titties done. Tally wants to give some of her titties to a fan. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you can get some titties. I don't know where you stand on the fence. Um, You know, they, they serve their purpose. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I hate these little ass things. Sometimes I have the right bra. It's cool. They still sweat. So it's like, I really don't want to have to do <laughs> You don't want extra. Then you have, right. you have enough. And they're not even that big. And, but they serve their purpose. They're perfect, like, man hand size. Like, a man can put just one titty in one hand. Just, just okay. that's all I got. And it's, it's like, fun. What's it's compact. They're like little donut holes. <laughs> they're like little what do they call them in um the munchkins at dunkin donuts the chocolate glaze and, my nipples is that, like, and that's what we have here you've been to dunkin donuts <laughs> they're munchkins i appreciate them for what they are uh, they sit nicely but um uh, my joke of the week is going to have to be wigs and bitches that steal them um that's you gotta be a real cutthroat wild motherfucker to steal a bitch wig wash and wear it like that is some um i just one of my homegirls her wig was stolen and it's on it's on a beach somewhere getting a soft breeze blowing through it while she's nowhere near the beach yeah bitches was stealing. So someone this girl knows stole her no wig laundered it yes put it on yes. and then took pictures in it has her she has her part on right now but you like, cause wigs made for the head that they go on. So you can't even just 
you can listen everybody all these wigs aren't custom so you can put a wig on and a lot of these bitches when i went to um um days in vegas the, the music festival a girl in the mosh pit i have no business in the mosh pit i'm almost 30 but i was in the mosh pit and i had on um like a little a unitar one piece thing or whatever didn't even know i had a zipper in the back i'm in the front trying to get close to um we had just seen Blueface. i think this was playboy cardi set next thing i know somebody unzips my unitar from the back i'm now holding my clothes on i have my purse somebody's trying to snatch my purse from under my arm so i have to pull it forward then this girl who just told me my hair was cute tries to pull my wig off from the back tries to snatch my wig my wig wasn't coming off when i tell you i got off that much i've never felt so exposed in my life like i'm holding my titties together i got a piece of my wig in my finger so i can keep it and i got my purse pinned down on my arm and i'm going through miles of people jumping around going mosh mosh beat women and i'm like oh shit but, beat women well it was some fighting going on and some bitches getting beat up fortunately i managed to make a way through a path where i was not assaulted okay. except when they were trying to take my clothes off I'm still stuck on someone trying to take your wig off of your head. Yeah, off my head. She she just said, oh, your hair is cute. I was like, thank you. And then she tried to take it. <laughs> your hair cute. Let me get it. Oh, yeah. She tried to take imagine it. Imagine like, her getting like, a compliment. Like, I can just imagine her just like, yeah, girl, I stole this shit right this shit. <laughs> Isn't it cute? Like, she was going to put my edges on her. Because these aren't my edges. These are the wigs edges. She was going to put them on her. That is just so gutter butt. Yeah, I get my wig so down. That's that was a that is very good, but well, okay, my joke of the week. What has pissed me off this week? Um being it's the bigger person. Because they just sent the notification that in 10 minutes it's gonna um cut us off. Yeah, I saw that. Um yeah, I'm always, I thought I'm always the bigger person. Ooh, yuck. Get small like on them. The I hate person. that bigger person shit. I hate it. I feel like it's always me. And it's just like, who gonna bigger person me? At what me? point do I get to just to just like tell y'all where y'all got me fucked up? Why I keep having to rise above? Why, Why I, I wanna be the, the little person on the low road, honey. Hello? I am so tired of people being like, Oh, you need to be the big person. I'm gonna be whatever size person that the situation requires. Period. You come to me on some little person shit, then I'm getting microscopic. I'm getting tiny, okay? I'm and getting unseeable. And yep. man, that's it. I could be little, I could be big, however you want to do it. So like, I'm just tired of being a bigger person. I want somebody to be a bigger person with me or hate being like, because of me, like, I'm not a confrontational person for real. So like, I just want to talk to you and then I, I'm tired of being guilted and the life's too short to not speak to people. Well, well shit. Stop. I'm literally going through that right now. And it sucks to like be going through that with a friend just mm. because like, it's a person you love and it's a person that you want to be around. And if it's like, a good friend is this is the person you want to be with like this is the person that you want to have your friendship with so you don't want to be like fuck it but like in the same breath like i'm not about to keep telling you the same shit over and over again i'm not about to keep letting you hurt my feelings in the same way over and over again i'm just not i'm just not and it's like yeah. being guilted into being nice is like bro who's gonna be nice to me mm -hmm. you could have been nice in the first place and we wouldn't be here but now if i do something to react if I get, if I snap back, then it's, you going too far. You play too much. That's the same as bitches that talk shit and be like, I don't fight, I'm grown. Then why was you bothering me? Leave me alone. Because you you know what fighting words are. Exactly. Why was That's you bothering me? about Twitter. Like, when I cut somebody out, when somebody comes, saunters their ass into my mentions, I cut them out, I drag them, I say something mean, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm a bitch. <laughs> but you could have just left me alone. 
you came over here because they'll come into your mention very spicily. Yeah, you, you could have just not talked to me. You could have just, I, I'm not a bitch just off rip. I am a bitch when provoked. When you say something to me, then, okay, boom, now, your mama or whatever. Now I'm a bitch, but you could have just shut the fuck up. When I put that I wanted to get my weight back down to 165, I had four DMs asking me why I didn't want to be smaller. First of all, get your weight up, pussy. If you think I'm still going to be bigger than you, then you need to fucking figure it out. Because I don't want to be no smaller than that. And why are you asking me? You ain't never going to... your mentions. Like, I always notice it's just a weirdo after weirdo in your mentions. Yes, and you never going to smell no parts of this pussy. We don't even be in the same room. We're not going to breathe the same air. Why are you worried about my weight loss goals? I was actually talking to motherfuckers. I know Twitter just don't have the close friends yet. <laughs> so now you're reading it now. Baby girl, you look beautiful. Why, you know what I'm saying? Don't change it. Leave me alone, Gerard. Stop talking to me. I actually don't have many niggas in my DMs, so. Because you're a lesbian, we know. Because I'm a lesbian. This is your month. This is my month. I wish a nigga would DM me during Pride. I will lose my mind. I will lose my mind. This is a holiday. Do not contact me during our This is not what we threw bricks at Stonewall for. Don't come around. Not what that black trans woman started this shit for. I don't even feel like a attracted to having relationships with men right now and not even just romantically the gospel just in in general like i just have had such a bad time communicating with men within the like past month or so that i'm not even pressed about talking to them i just don't want to talk to y'all and that and i'm i'm tired and i hate that it has to be that way but like literally every day i'm disappointed by a man when is my ship coming in yeah yeah it's exhausting your your got your 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 niggas romantic they just suck because they're men your male friends, they're so fucking stupid. You got to explain everything See, to my them. My male friends are cool. That's the thing. I will say this. I have some really cool male friends. And if it wasn't for them and my daddy. Even male <laughs> friends can get exhausting sometimes. Yeah, I like, think, like, we're at the age now where all, they've like weeded themselves out. Like there's not a lot of them. I don't have a lot of friends anymore in general. It's like people that I know in court or whatever. But as far as friends that I actually intimately deal with, I'm almost 30. I have like four fucking friends. So with them and all of the vetting that's been done over the years, my, my friends across the board are very fucking like at this point i'm very happy with the group i don't have a one friend that i'm like bitch you kind of shady and i think you're not really my friend behind my back i don't have none of that shit going on at all well, because I'll, I'll stop fucking with you and that's that's kind of just like my personality in general but especially now like as i'm getting older people that i consider my friends i'm so tight with them mm-hmm. and we try to have open lines of communication i have maybe one and a half like friendships that we communicate weirdly but yeah. for the most part like if i have the issue with you or if there's an issue there i could say it out and be yep. open but I be stop even like when I meet new bitches, like I'll meet bitches through y'all. I'll meet bitches through my other friends. And I'll be like, ooh, I ain't never got to see you again. I don't, I, ooh, mm, don't want none. And it's like, it is like, cause you do um, sometimes in fall, that makes it scary with your adult friends. We're not even talking about adult friends, but with your adult friends, you, sometimes people hold on to relationships because you don't know where you're going to make other adult friends. Yeah. Like, it's not like when you could just go to school and it's like, okay, these are my new friends or whatever, or even going out and meeting, where you're going to go to the club and just start talking to random bitches while well, that might work in the bathroom. That's fucking weird. Yeah. So it's you like, to have those friends for those five, 10 minutes in the bathroom, y'all are best friends. And then so- leave the bathroom and never see each other again. And that's how it works. And that's that's that. So it's like making new friends, especially good female friends, because like y'all got you gotta be able to trust these bitches, tell them stuff. They're not jealous, especially they won't fuck Yeah, like, it's so many levels. So making an adult friend 
like is is a little like it can be daunting but like with the internet shit though it's really really not that as hard as it could be it's like i mean at least you I, my, my fear is that like i've known most of my friends besides y'all y'all are my two really like true adult friends like i made a friend and, and chrissy i think like i made friends with y'all as grown people but mm-hmm. like my friends i've had them since we were like young not necessarily kids but we were young people we were in school I know where you are in terms of your morals, your values, your character, the type right. of shit you will or won't do. Like even like for me, you know, I'm a political person, you know, I'm, you know, fuck the government, dismantle the police, disband, all of that shit. I don't want to be friends with you and then find out you are part of capitalism, rock nation, brunch, Twitter. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't want to look up and then you're the exact type of dumbass that I've been avoiding. To and be now it's awkward. When this podcast take off, we will be at the rock nation brunch. Oh, I'm fucking going. We're going to the Twitter community, but we're going to the brunch. I'm going. Do you know how many niggas be at that brunch? I'm going. Beyonce's at that brunch. Right. I'm fucking going. I'm at the brunch. I have a recurring dream that I'm at an event where Beyonce is and she leaves her champagne glass somewhere and I just smell the rim of it. And I'm hoping to make that a real thing one day. That's the Rock Nation brunch. We'll be in the jokes on you pod live. We'll pop from the Rock Nation brunch. I just want to smell the rim of her glass like this. Just just like real quick and then put it down before anybody sees it. That's what I want. You can play fuck Mary Kill with niggas that are at the party. (laughs) Oh I love that. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga. (laughs) Yay, what I'm having a great time. Can you imagine? Y'all know who I want to marry, and I think it's realistic. And if we could just get him to listen to the podcast, then I would be the wife that I've always dreamed to be. Cool. I want to marry John Boyega. Go. Oh, I love him. Yeah. And the internet wants to marry him. Because he's the only nigga with sense with a blue check. So, of course, I think it's attainable for me, though. Certain celebrities, like, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you're fine, but because I think you might be a little stupid and also, you know, hard to get to, I don't think it's going to work. But with John Boyega, I feel like we could really have something like he's fine. He's the appropriate height. We have the same ideas. I know I can cook all the food you like because I didn't did it at home by myself. I feel like we would have cute chocolate ass kids. Your parents cute. My parents cute. Like, what's up? What you trying to do? Yeah. You love Jesus. We can't hear you, Mel. You on mute, girl. Oh, I've been talking. Oh, I never unmuted for when I farted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to piece this back together yeah, <laughs> no. episode if i ever fucking see one y'all see this link y'all see that okay that's that's pretty friend it's long i'm just gonna keep mine wrapped up until it's really long and i can and i have to cut that patch in my head so that's also a thing so i'll um, be yeah. here today um Let's get into these letters, you guys. Let's get into the letters from the listeners. Okay. Uh, uh, Lauren, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, hold on. I don't even have this shit pulled up. You can go first. Okay. So, you guys, this is the part two of the letter we had last week. It's a different story. We got two stories and one letter from Miss Deanna. Uh, that's not her real name. She is asked to remain anonymous. So, we are going to respect that because we are respecters. Um, and I'm going to read it and then we're going to talk about it. So here we go. I also have another story I wanted you all's perspective on. 
I have this childhood friend who sometimes has a tendency of blowing up my phone about dumb shit. I'm one of her kids' godmother. She has two kids, and I would do anything for the other baby. What? Oh, and I would also do anything for the other baby. I recently moved back home from college, and I haven't been working, but I've been doing a lot to get my life together in other ways, i.e. going back to school, finding a job, taking competency exams, etc., and finding the general depression that comes with being a postgrad with no money. I've been there before. Our friendship has always been mostly one-sided. Like she usually calls me when she needs something or has something to vent about or wants to talk shit about someone or whatever, which is fine. But I wouldn't or couldn't necessarily call her, call her if I wanted to talk. To put things into perspective, I know all her business and she knows none of mine. Lately, mm-hmm. she's been kind of treating me as if I don't have shit to do or my life isn't important because I don't have kids to take care of. And from her perspective, I don't do anything. She even asked me what one time, what do you do all day? Which Ooh. pissed me the fuck off, but I digress. So recently she did this thing where she texted my phone back to back to back to back to back, acting like it's an emergency. The last time she did this, I got scared as fuck because I wasn't in the mental space to talk at the time, but I called her anyway because I was, all capital letters, worried. And all she wanted was to get my opinion on which nigga she should choose to fuck that night. In other words, not an emergency at all. This time I didn't respond, I didn't have it in me to, and I really didn't think it was an emergency because of her track record. Plus, if it was that big of an emergency, I feel like she would have just texted me what was wrong. So a few days later, she texted me and she said, I'm done with you. To this moment, I have not responded. I can't bring myself to give two fucks that she feels this way. Am I wrong? Even for the sake of the kids, I fully intend on calling her, but that'll be when I feel like it. And I just hate when people feel like they can tell me what the fuck to do. Like my own blood relatives don't even get that much access to me. And they're that they're at the top of my hierarchy of people not to ignore Anywho, I would love your advice on this matter. Love, light, and prosperity to you fabulous women. Sincerely, D. P.S. Also regarding the soy milk is making men feminine thing from episode four. First of all, LOL, silly, but I think it stems from finding, from the new finding that soy milk increases estrogen levels, which it does. So ignorant black, she spelled it B-L-Y-K-E, ignorant mm-hmm. black folks think if men ingest it, it will increase their estrogen levels and in turn make them gay. Obviously, it's complete nonsense because that is not how it works. Women naturally have testosterone and men have estrogen. Thought I'd throw my two cents in there, but the comment about where people find stupid is right on point. Stupid is clearly being sold on clearance. All right. That's great. Um, well, I'm sure you probably figured something out by now because this letter was sent a while ago. <laughs> but <laughs> if y'all even still speak. Uh, right. <laughs> if y'all That's don't. Accurate. It may be time to, because this has been. <laughs> Honestly, you don't have to watch nobody else's kids if you don't want to. And if she has a track record of crying wolf, then you're not wrong for minding your business. Also, I think soy milk is what turned me into a lesbian. Anyway, anywho, <laughs> um, especially I, I know how it feels definitely being post grad with no money, um, being unemployed. Period, and people just like not giving a fuck about your time. Maybe you want to just have some me time girl you ain't doing shit anyway come help me put my toenails bitch no i don't want to i have to press from 3 30 to 6 p.m about the fact that i don't have a job i'm literally booked all day right so it's like i totally get it um but she seems to lack self-awareness and a lot of other things as well so don't really trip too hard um yeah i'm not gonna say fucking kids but it's just like sometimes even with like 
kind of fucking gets because like they mama crazy and it's like if and i'm sure she's gonna probably try to punish you by like oh well you can't see little duanamo or whatever i don't even know what that why the baby gotta be named duanamo and you've already met duanamo so it's not even like okay i just and they're probably young enough they won't remember you anyway so it won't be that too much of a you know losses i have a godchild i haven't seen in years so you'll be all right I also think that, like, because some of this, in terms of, like, being a friend that needs too much, I think there's a difference between being a friend that needs too much and being a friend that you're obviously trying to manipulate and take advantage of your friend. Like, because I'm a friend that needs a lot. Like, I'll call you if I need to talk. I will call you if I need to vent. But that is a two-way street. My phone is literally always open for anybody who I love to speak to me, period. So if you feel like you can't do the things that you need to do that you're offering to her, then that is not a well-balanced friendship. That's not an equally yoked friendship. And somebody who is your friend is not going to be telling you what do you do all day or taking, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you need to be available for me 100% of the time because I feel like you don't do anything. That's very violent. That's very socially violent. That's not That's cool at all. I don't, I don't like this girl. And, you know, generally I know I'm too harsh on people, but I don't like this at all. I truly think that you need new friends. That's this is gross. Like I'm sitting here rereading it. It's on my computer screen. I don't, I don't like, she acts like it's an emergency. She calls back to back and texts back to back and acts like it's an emergency. Then the whole I'm done with a bad vibe and she don't want to hang out with them. (laughs) So why would you? Bad little vibe, literally. (laughs) Bad little vibe. (laughs) Ass. Duanamo is not fun. Duanamo sucks. <laughs> and where are these kids' daddies at? Girl, awesome. where, where where do the listen? We just had Father's Day. Let me know. Cause I was like, do we, where do some of the fathers be? Well, yeah. Um, trip to the store. That's that. F her random kids, Loki. Um, because she's not gonna play with you. Period. Lauren, what's your letter? Do you have it up? I do have a letter, and I do not have it up. And here goes the letter right here, my other tab. All right, so my letter is from a man. Yeah. I'm going to leave with that. He said, <clears throat> let me just see. Okay, he does want to use a fake name. What's up, y'all? Really enjoy the, not- uh, the podcast. Just called me Kay. I hope y'all are staying safe and motivated during these crazy times. This email is old, and the times are still crazy. Um, I still laugh every time I hear where the hood at. So one of my exes wants to hang out with me for whatever reason, but as stated, only if sex is on the table. I'm pretty sure she doesn't like me because I'm one of those niggas who can't be open and honest with his emotions and have a generally negative view of the world. I'm single and assuming she is. Should I do it? This is probably the easiest question we're ever going to get, like, ever, like, (laughs) Should I fuck this bitch even though I'm a negative person and I don't be telling her? Oh, you probably already fucked that damn girl. Honestly, I think you already did. Fuck <laughs> yeah, you probably already did it. Yeah, you should have because you probably realized like it's not much pussy I'm going to get based off how I act. Yeah, because I'm crazy. So, you know, obviously, if you know that you're crazy and she knows that you're crazy, if sex is, that's the reason she wants you around, honey. She literally said, I'm only coming over if it's on the table. Because the way, even the way he worded it is so not aware. So one of my exes wants to hang out with me for whatever reason, but only if sex is on the table. Honey, that's, that's the reason. the reason. That's right. the reason. <laughs> this sign can't stop me. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's obviously hitting on something because she wants you your dick during a pandemic. During a pandemic, she was like, "Listen, I'm not just coming to talk to you. Get me up out of here." About she just said, "Make sure you pack the dick." Honestly, I stand that queen. I hope she listens to the podcast. I hope she's having a great day. I hope she's having a great day because she's getting right to the meat of things. Because she had to think about it. She probably thought about our old niggas like, okay, and then she hit him up. Queen shit. Like, oh yeah, that was easy. (laughs) That was a no-brainer. So make sure y'all email us at jokes on you pod at gmail.com let us get in your business mm-hmm. let us get in your naive let us in. i mean because we're really good at solving problems we told that girl not to watch them kids we told that man to get some ass and we did tell them two months late but we did tell them so if you want your problem solved after the fact hit up jokes on you pod <laughs> you we tried you the last after you did it right so what we talking about this week Lauren? This week is a very big week. We're talking about something I hold near and dear to my heart. Actually, where is it? It's around here somewhere. We're talking about B cards, virginity. That's right. Don't have mine, but we're talking about them. <laughs> I thought I had your person or something, at least the transaction receipt from when I gave it away. But nope, don't have sure, it. I had to get store credit for mine. <laughs> I'm still giving store credit. I'm giving stock options while like y'all <laughs> invest in and you see where the, the pussy might go in the future. We are talking about virginity. I'm super excited to talk about it. Um, shout out to all my hymens out there. Whoever still having, has them. Whoever still has Hymen gang? I don't know if they still make hymens, but if you do have yours, hold it tight. If I bumped I into my hymen in grocery store, you would not recognize it. Wait, hold on. Tally, what? I said, I think mine fell out when T.I. came to visit my school. I think it got scared. Ah! <laughs> Did he come grab it? Did he come check for it? Can you talk about that briefly? Because I know we didn't have a podcast when that first hit the streets, but let's discuss that briefly. I, um, what? Him wanting to set check her hymen. I was like, so you want to look into her hole? Like, just think about it. Think about what you're really the doing. The that he was taking on the young lady. I, and it's just the preoccupation because, like, you know... You have sons that are telling you to your face that they're fucking and you're laughing about it. So just say you hate women and move on. Like Put we know you don't like, We know you don't like tiny. We know she don't have no hymen. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's very simple what Ti likes and doesn't like. He's putting it all on the table. If your vagina has been penetrated by a man, he's not a fan. That's the bar. Period. That's a yeah. That that's just like my of course like you know women with dads. Our dads always, you know, try to protect us and leave the boys alone, blah, blah, blah. My dad used to talk about saying boys all the time. But he was not going to go to the doctor and make sure my, my hymen was accounted for. my dad ever tried to look in my pussy hole, I would have ran away from home. Straight the fuck Right. Up. My Same. mom would have served him divorce papers so quick. Same day. I'd have like, you're about to look in what? My no-no square? I'm out. <laughs> my private part? My... Ew. Like, I'm not a baby anymore. I wipe it. I have periods now. You shouldn't even know about this thing no more. Right. right. Like, it's my S-E-X, mama secret, and daddy gonna go crazy if you find out that it's baby. Tappy. S-E-X. That song was creepy. Oh, it, gross. 
Yeah, because Life Jennings, baby got an attitude, we're proud to holler back. I was like, she just got some hips. Like, whoa, like, like, oh. Oh, it was that and Ludacris and Mary J. Blige singing Runaway. I heard both those songs young, and I was like, these sound like much more difficult problems than what I'm going through. <laughs> Runaway, love. She had Kiki Palmer with that bitch. She acted. That was an actress. She was active, but I was just like, you know what? If I, if they would have played eleven in pregnancy, if they would have told me that Life Jennings will come sing to me if I lose my virginity, I wouldn't have no kids now. That literally would have kept me from doing it. I swear mm-hmm. to God, I, I hated that Jennings. song so much. Cause I it's hated creepy. All I'm not on hilarious. the block, go crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, then that was a the music came in. It yeah. is and, uh, like she yes. can't. Like, this is too much. BBC. This is a movie. This is a film about a. The girl opening girl. line is: "You see, most cats would take advantage of you right now, but I ain't gonna do that. You heard? I'm gonna give you the game, right? Because I don't want somebody to give my little girl the game so she could find her sex." So you don't want somebody to give your daughter the game, but you're going to give it to me. And what do you mean usually people would take it? I'm sorry. Ray? I just heard something about this is the remix, but that's not what I meant. And now my brain is fried. Life things <laughs> need to be arrested. That's disgusting. I forgot. That's when he talked real gruff over the track. Over the track. Yeah, when he, like, we'll take advantage like how you did. You got somebody that. good. Hold on to him. Even when the <laughs> split. Whoa, what? Nigga, what are you and talking? then the next time we saw him, he was on Love and Hip Hop breaking Carly Red's heart. Didn't she like fall on the park bench? It was so she much. When he broke off the engagement. He broke off his engagement. <laughs> like Love and Hip Hop has been such a cancer to the black community. Honestly, but I like it. it just I'm having so a good bad. time. White it's people like, had Honey Boo Boo and Pawn Shop Wars. They get to see themselves all the time. It's like, what's the, the Duck Dynasty? Duck Dynasty. They was all proven racist. But I, any group of white men hunting Hulk ducks. Hulk Hogan and his build, entire family. Like, Hulk Hogan is still mad that his daughter was hanging out with Paul Wall. So and this point white. of view of this song is just from a nigga on the street. Like, he's not related to this girl. <laughs> no! This, this is just a nigga on the street Life being Jimmy like, I know the rest the of these old niggas is trying to fuck you, but I see your hips and the way you lick your lips. So hold on to your innocence. Cause I'm but trying to fuck if you, you don't, I'm going to try to fuck you as well. <laughs> and that song was number one on BET. He was almost Mr. 106 in Park. Bow Wow had to drop. So long. Every time, time it came on, special. I was like. It was wildly inappropriate. And we were just, and I remember listening to it thinking it was deep. Like I was walking down the block and old niggas was looking at me and I'm like, don't switch my hips. It was like one of the videos that Terrence and Roxy would take a moment. Like when it premiered and it's a real heavy message, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's your boy. It's Terrence, it's like Jennings, Roxy, yeah, and this is like, like it was really going to be something yep. profound. And, and then when it came on, it's just live Jennings telling us that, you know, I'll fuck you if you don't act right. That's pretty much the song. But that's how like old niggas, like, first of all, any advice that I've ever gotten about like sex as a teenager from a man was unsolicited. Like I wasn't like, I'm thinking Still. about fucking, I saw a dick the other day. I have, I have some questions. It's just like, hey, put them dicks down. Whoa. Whoa. Don't be out here sucking dick. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. 
Every bit of like, okay, getting sex advice from a man is like that scene in Color Purple. Lauren, have you seen Color Purple? I have not. Wow. You've seen it, Jasmine. I know you yes. have. You no. haven't seen Color Purple? No, I just... We don't have to expose me. I'm very I embarrassed. Have, like, that's our job no, I've read, a, I've read the book mostly. Well, you know the part when, when Nettie's going to school, Tally, no. and Mr. is like chasing her on the, on the horse, and she's like, I've got to go to school. I want to go to school. <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me? Mr. Now I have to explain. Why am I explaining? Okay, so I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. So there's a scene because you know, Mr. really wanted Nettie first. Right. These are both children, but he wanted Nettie first and then got Seely instead because the and daddy was who was raised with Seely was like, Nettie's too good for you. Take Seely, right? Well, but Mr. Right. decided after he kept abusing Seely that he wanted to fuck around with Nettie. So Nettie's walking to school one day. And he's like sexually harassing her on a horse, like following her around, trying to like hit her. And she's like, I want to go to school. I got to go to school. And she's running with her book satchel in her hand, being chased on a horse. And And these are our classics. I got to watch this shit. I mean, it's basically like 1920. So I I never watched it because as a kid, I, and it's going to sound so fucked up, but I saw. I believe Whoopi Goldberg in that dress, and I thought it was a slave movie, and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch it. And then, It's literally one, like, the tree, like you said, the apple in the tree, it's really, like, this is, like, sharecropping day, so it's okay, not... Okay, so really that's easy. as a child, I was just... Day like, free, really but it's still, like, incest and shit, yeah. Um, it's still kind of slave. It's only, like, 30 years after slavery. Well, no, 40, 50, but still, yeah. So just so, right up, right up on slavery's hip. Yeah, yeah. Right right up on there and it's in the south and it's like so it's like still kind of slavey yeah it's still very a know, little bit because it's still slavey now depending on where you go these people have enslaved people in the united states they don't give a like, fuck they couldn't read it's kind of it's it's and it's like i love how precious took a page out of color purpose book literally so like as Celie learns how to read the, the story, the grammar in the book gets better. So it's written in yeah. like words, mm-hmm. like really choppy than what's Nettie teaches. I have them. the book. Would you like to read it first before you watch Actually, the movie? I have the book. It's in the bathroom basket of magazines and books to read. If you're in there a little longer than you anticipated, that's how I started the book. And then I left it. It's a really good, like just take out your whole Sunday. It's like if you watch the whole movie of Sunday dinner, will be finished in your, like, you know how you listen to Anthony Hamilton, some green start cooking? Mm-hmm. If you watch The Color Purple on a Sunday, an entire meal, an entire Big Mama Your Arms special will be prepared. Okay, that's how I feel about Soul Food, a Black movie I've seen that we never fucking talk about because I've seen Soul Food. That's good. Thank you. And, you know, I want to say, since we talked about Soul Food, I actually was watching Soul Food early, the series, but Miles, Michael Beach, and all of his roles in the 90s were all, all trash. Lean on me, Soul Food, went to Excel, garbage. Mm-hmm. But I kind of understood Miles and why he cheated on Terry. Mm-hmm. I understood. Was he right? No. Right. Terry was a bitch. Mm-hmm. And she, she was mean to him. Mm-hmm. And Faith was right there supporting his every move. And it just, you know. Next thing you know, he had his dick in her face. And, you know, and, and it be like that sometimes. Sometimes dicks just end up in your face. And you, you can't control it. You can't no, control no, it. no, no, no. You don't fuck your <laughs> husband. No, no. No, no. I did not say it was right. I did not. I know you didn't piss in this cage. Is it piss in this cage? You know what? You're going to move out. Okay? All right. 
You okay? Sit there. Sit there and the piss stand. Now, when you're at your friend's house and they get a whooping and you don't know if you're next or not, so you just shut the fuck up. Yep. You just mind your business. Oh, you in trouble. Uh, okay, so virginity. Um, I grew up very um Christian y oh, and like had gone to some, like virginity programs and summer camps and had the purity ring and just don't have sex, don't have sex, don't have sex. So like I'm still trying to unlearn that bullshit to this day. To this day. And it was a lot. It was a lot, I will say. Like having that shoved down my throat a lot kind of mm-hmm. fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I too late. And I still think God be punishing me for having sex. Like something bad happens the day after I had sex. It's like I had sex. That's what. Yeah, you said that about diddling your skittle once, and I, I was did. Like, oh, that's it something bad happened the next day, and I was like, I'm still trying to unlearn that. Like I'm trying to feel like something bad happens because something bad happens, not because I decided I wanted to have an orgasm the day before. And I have to realize that. And that's a lot. Like I feel like church has really fucked a lot of people up when it comes to sex and like sexuality and all this kind of shit because it's a lot. Oh, it's it. a whole lot. Why am I talking to myself? Much harder. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out how to get this cage clean after this dog has pissed in it when I explicitly asked him not to. Um, <laughs> my fucking so. phone, my laptop started dying. I had to re-change my position. But talking about um, what was the t- first thing you said? I'm sorry, I got distracted by the I'm piece. I'm just churchiness and like being in virginity programs and having like the the card, ATM card and that you can't cash into your wedding day or having purity rings, all that shit. I, was, I wasn't really raising a super, my parents weren't super religious about it. My dad was just very misogynistic about it. I was very much taught that your worth as a person lies in your pussy and men do whatever the fuck they want to do because that's the way the world works and you just have to be okay with it. I never believed that, but that was definitely what I was being taught. Like, mm-hmm. don't be giving these, your pussy is your power. Don't be giving these niggas your pussy. Don't be fucking these niggas. Sex is real emotional for women. And you ain't never just gonna be able to fuck a nigga and not have no feelings about it. Women aren't built like that. Y'all not made like that. You ain't about to be no hoe on my watch. That was kind of my household. I can't. Mm-hmm. I was, um, as we all know, not raised. So what I learned about my community, I learned in the youth center in Japan. I went to the youth center one day. It was like the first day I was there. And this boy named Justin, shout out to Justin Jackson, wherever he's at. We were in the, the youth center and he turned to me. He said, are you a virgin? I said, yes. He Say. said, be when you leave here and i was not when i left there so that was pretty much all of the virginity training i got that and don't do what god said so hold on y'all i got this uh, hold on okay. Just, <laughs> get your pissy ass in the other room and this he get the whooping <laughs> he said he get the whooping <laughs> I used to love it, especially when people got in trouble at school. I used to be like, oh my God, when a nigga mom, like when they talking about their mom or something and they pop up on them at the school. Oh. Did y'all say it was a thing like, ooh, baba beba? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to be the, I used to be the ooh, ooh, queen. I, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. I was in the class, it's like, call Lauren Knight to the office. 
Ooh, it'd be the worst. It'd be the worst. Because then it'd be like, y'all don't need to. I'm about to cry now. Y'all didn't have to do that. Y'all didn't have to single me out. Yeah, make you like, walk past all the ooze <laughs> stuff. Don't make you portable. Now you got to walk outside. I'm sorry, y'all. It's pits everywhere. That's that's unfortunate. I remember one time my mom had, um we had a basketball tournament. And I was outside. And I had kissed my boyfriend. And my mom just so happened to be coming outside to look for me at the same time. And he sprint. This is the second time in my life my mom watching me and the nigga run away together. And um, <laughs> he sprinted. I sprinted. I wasn't even going to play in the tournament no more. I was like, fuck it. Fuck my basketball career. I'm just going to live in Japan. But I ended up coming back because she chased us. Well, she chased me. And she's like, you don't bring your dumb okay, ass back. What are we talking about? Me running away from my mom. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't. But we weren't. I was. You told the whole family you tried to fight her. No, no, no. She, I just ran because I was kissing a boy. But I didn't lose my virginity to him, so that's good. I did lose my virginity to my boyfriend after him. One time, my virginity story is lit. <clears throat> I was walking with the boy after school towards my dad's car with me, him, and then another girl. And then once we hit a certain point, I was like, "Hey, Derek, you go opposite side so my dad don't see you." <laughs> and I just walked up to the car, me and her. Walk into the car. Hey, Dad. Blah blah blah. As soon as I close the door, who's that boy? Hmm? <laughs> boy. Hmm? I saw him. My daddy away, girl. Niggas off the porch. Yo, Daddy. Daddy said, "Who's that nigga I saw that tried to hide?" Come out. <laughs> come on out. Come on, come on, come from behind the bushes, son. You already caught. Come from behind the bushes. That's my favorite thing you said. That shit is hilarious. Uh, I wonder how my daughter's gonna be a boy. That's scary. I, my daughter, I'm really well. I'm not having any more kids, but if I were to, and I'm, I'm on the fence about adopting because I do want a little girl to give some of this like free game to. I have been through so much shit at the hands of just humanity that somebody needs to like have my knowledge without all of my pain. Like that's a bad bitch. Like mm-hmm. so, you should just write a book. I, you know, and I was once I realized how easy self-publishing was, especially with the Holly Grove book out, like her editing process was done via text. She wrote the book via text and texted to people who subscribed to be editors on her Instagram and they gave her feedback on where to put the comma. What? Me? Like, there's no reason I don't drop a book. Are you serious? Yes, I could write a book. Matter of fact, quarantine, I should have did it. I'm going to write a book. I said I was going to write a self-help book, but then I also want to write a hood novel. What's a hood novel? You like, mean like um, Catherine You know, Thug Delicious 2 or Diary, Thug, Diary of Thug Passion. I would probably call my, um, like, I don't know, like, something about keys to the block, keys to the streets, and it'd be about a nigga named Marquise and his story uh, with the streets. Like a girl I'm in the school with does them like Thug Passion novel, like the ones you see at Walmart, but she mm-hmm. she's on Amazon. I think we'll get into it. Yeah, I have a friend who does those, too. Well, we're I'm not friends anymore. Friend. That's her job. And y'all could be, like, models on the front of my hood books. There it goes, giving. She's ready. Yes, I'm gonna have you with the one with the gun, and then maybe um y'all could be like sisters and y'all do crime together. Matter of fact, I'm workshop. Ma'am, I'm gonna be at work and somebody's gonna put that on the projector. They no. they are. That just it, means you model. They can't get you for that. You can sue. And tell me, I didn't even read the book. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm having them pages. Hey, try to see if you can upgrade it, Lauren, because we about to get kicked out again. It costs money, so it's not getting upgraded. How much money? How much does it cost? Let's click it. And then I don't know the login for this. Hold on. Let's see. 
I thought one of y'all already had like an official Zoom. It was for work and I don't work there no more. Oh. Well, can't use that then. Let's see. Because I use Zoom. Jokes. This is going to be the hardest fucking episode in the universe to edit. It's going to be hilarious. Better get to it tonight then so it can be on time. About to have to be. And yeah, we need to. Are we still recording right now? Yes. Never mind. Yeah. Um, I texted the things to the group. It, I bought it, some low carb ice cream. It tastes like gogurt. I need all my gluten. I need all my dairy. You can but, have um, things that have um, a duration limit of 24 hours. That is $14.99 per month. That's the cheapest one, actually, because the rest of them are for business and enterprises, and that's not. What yeah, we just gonna have to get kicked off and then come right. back. <laughs> and then come back and hope for the best. So I guess we can wrap this up in seven minutes. Uh, real quick, y'all tell one minute for Jenny's stories. And this episode is trash. I'm gonna just come to the front and say it. We got three minutes of cussing at the dog, four minutes of me talking about whatever the fuck with my sister. It is trash. I'm so sorry, y'all, but real life is happening. We are it's not in really this episode is tr- We talked about virginity for I, one minute. Funny. I want you to know, I heard my dog pissing while we were trying to talk. I was trying to ignore it. Then I smelled it, and I was like, oh, there's piss in here. So I can't sit in the piss smell. That is fucking funny. I like it. I, this is authenticity. <laughs> okay? Real my virginity was um was cool, though. I slammed my V-card down like a spade, man. I'm always proud of my story. Um, My boyfriend at the time, he's a wonderful person. Uh, if you're listening, I hope you're doing well. Um. We've been dating, and I was older than him. I was a year older than him, I think. Yeah, I was a year older than him. And I graduated. I had gotten a whole bunch of money for graduation, more money than I had ever held in my hands in my life. I got close <laughs> to, like, $3,000 for graduation. So I was like, this money belongs to me. I have never had any money to my name, really. So I'm going to do the thing I want to do, which is fuck, because I didn't want to go to school a virgin. I did not want to take my ass to the illustrious Alabama State University and be a virgin so some old nigga could take advantage of me, which is what happened. I just wasn't a virgin when it happened. So I hit my guy up. I'm like, yo, we don't have sex today. He was like, stop playing with me. And I was like, nah, I'm for real. So we took the train to Atlantic Station and I got us a room at the 12 and we ordered room service. We had lunch in the, I mean, we had dinner in the um, downstairs uh, in the lobby and we tried to have sex. It didn't work. It was too painful. So he went to that Publix and got me some cinnamon rolls. And we watched uh, SpongeBob. And then my first full sex was shower sex. And it was dope. And it was great. Um, and I felt in charge of my life. I felt mm-hmm. that I did not just have sex with somebody because I liked them. I felt, you know, empowered. And it was just a really great story. So, yeah. Well, you're- and that shit was swanky. That hotel is nice. That's nice. That's a nice little way to lose that. That's nice. Well, mine was, let me sandwich. You know how, like, when you're supposed to give criticism, you're supposed to sandwich, like, the bad between the good. So I'll mm-hmm. be the bad sandwiched. Um, mine, I was just having a bad day. Some shit that pissed me the fuck off at step practice. I was like, you know what the fuck I'm going to do today? I'm a hunch. I didn't have sex until my senior year of college. Um, and I was just tired. I was 20 years old. And I was like, you know what? And I wanted to, like, I had to, like, get somewhere. I was like, you know what? This nigga ain't the one, but I'm just going to do it so I can fuck whoever, whoever else after that. Right. Like, I just need to get out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to start somewhere. So, so I just the went ahead, time, I, throw it away. 
yeah you know it's just like at this point fuck it like i just i just had some traumatic shit i was like you know fuck this virginity shit people gonna call me a hoe anyway so i mean anyway. like i missed out on so much fun hoe shit in college because i didn't want nobody to call me a hoe just people to call me a hoe anyway so i may as well just been a hoe they, they, they were so i was like you know fuck it yolo boom punched again next semester with somebody new boom fell not yolo yeah and then i just it's you know and, I, and that was like yeah i wasn't really fucking for real like when i when I really started having sex, when I got a relationship after college, I was like, oh, this is sex. This, this is sex. My first this is sex didn't happen until 2016. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is what they're making the songs about. This is what Avant and Kiki was talking about right here. This is what Joe Nim was singing about. This is, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. This is what then this I realized what it we have four. This is what Eric Benet is reacting for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My first here we like, are. This is Sex was in, that was in 20, two, no, 20, imagine that, 2009, 2010, in 2009, being 2010, with um, my child's father. So, did not get pregnant on purpose, but the dick was hitting on all cylinders. The dick was hitting. It seems like good dick always come attached to somebody terrible, though. Yeah. I was sleeping, but, like, he had an unfair, like, because my bar was really in hell. Before that, I had been sleeping with a white man, so he was the first black man, like, and I was like, you know what? What did they say? Once you go black, you got to get a wheelchair. This man. You got to get a wheelchair. (laughs) And by wheelchair, you mean at the delivery room. I mean a child. I mean you will be giving birth with this child. Yes. Carrying a child in a wheelchair, getting rolled out. This is my son, and I love him. This is my king. He turned me into my son as my king so fast. I didn't even know the dick could do that. Where's your Ultima? Where is where is my You gotta get the haircut first before no, you gotta get the haircut I, I, before I you get the, up the Marcel curl. I shaved my head and thought I was gonna get a fat ass and I was just bald. <laughs> just bald and skinny. <laughs> Looking stupid as hell. Just Woo! head out, cold, not a piece of ass in sight. So after that, I was oh, like, you know what? <laughs> That's funny. What's that? I'm getting my body done. I would really love to, you know, just if I could get something done in my body, just get these titties off me, please. And I'd be happy. I would. I'd be good. I'm getting a lot of shit done. A lot. You don't have a lot I of almost, shit to get done. I will almost be unrecognizable. My dad's going to be like, is that you? That's Vermont twins? Yeah, exactly. Except I'm going to still be dark skinned. So. <laughs> I'm saying that now. Who knows what Hollywood will do to me? But I'm I'm adamant that I would like to stay dark skinned. I'm getting mm-hmm. an arch put in my foot because I would like to be looked at like Kelly Rowland. Like, you know. but yeah. So tell us your story, Lauren, about your V card. Okay, my virginity story is actually the most wholesome sexual encounter I've ever had. Um, it was the first and the last. Decided it wasn't for me. Um, there was this boy I had been dating. We were. Um, in school and I was going to be moving out of Japan back to the States. And it was such a big deal because we had like fallen in love. We've been together for like several months. So we decided, you know, before we, before we separate for the rest of our lives, because I'm never going to talk to you again, we're not going to do a long distance thing. I'm going back to America. Let's exchange virginities because he was also a virgin. So um, one of his friends went out of town and he left the key to his house. We went there to his home um we had a sexual experience for those of you who are wondering this boy is filipino 
um, I did lose my virginity to an Asian. And international. This is the UN. You know like, what I'm saying? When you open your leg, we are the world starts playing. We are, yeah. we are the children. Actually, it's a remix of like, we are the world. She got yeah. some children. <laughs> she got some children. <laughs> It's like the bounce remix. But yeah. yeah. World, 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 world. As a matter of fact, period. So um we had a we had sex. I did not bleed until later on I found out that he did not break my hymen, but I do I still consider him my first. So yeah. It was really romantic though. Like we kissed and stuff, and like he, we did that. It was awkward. It wasn't enjoyable at all. But it was very, it was like the the emotion behind it was nice so the action was a little more tolerable because the feelings were there but it was it's not good sex i think i still had like clothes no i had socks though i did have socks and maybe a I mean, well, at that point you don't know what good sex is because you haven't had sex because i was so a like oh yeah yeah so you're just like well i guess this is what what it is this is it yeah, this is this is the i remember thinking to myself like what is the hubbub like this, this was all right. Like, but I'm not really pressed to do it again. I also thought that the first time I smoked weed, I was like, "What's the big hype?" Now look at me. Yeah, it's like, oh, you it's good. do it again. I'm not like gonna bust nobody with Yeah, and the next thing you well, know, well, see, that wasn't sex for me. Once I got on that horse, I never got off. I was like, oh, this is my land. This is where <laughs> I'm supposed. I was supposed to be here the whole time. I was like, this shit is weird. When did y'all start, like, y'all sexual awakening? Like, when did y'all hormone monsters show up? When I age? started listening to Pretty Ricky. I'll say, I was on my pro-ho shit very early on. I knew early on that, like, I could do what I want with these niggas. And, like, um, as long as they didn't, like, disrespect me in, like, the cafeteria or whatever, I really didn't give a shit. Um, <clears throat> so that's always been a thing. But when did I actually start being like, hey, this doesn't feel good. Scoot to the left, scoot to the right. That wasn't until I was like much older. Like I was like, like maybe in college, like oh, I don't think I had any say. So like I just didn't articulate anything. Because at first I think a lot of those things you're doing during sex, you're just excited to be doing them. Like, oh my God, he's eating my pussy. Like you're not really giving him directions on how to make you enjoy it. I haven't even looked my pussy in the eye to know what the fuck is going on down there. Yeah. So, College is when I was like, I know what I like. This is how I like it. And if you're unable to do that, there's just nothing for us to discuss. I think that for me, because I was, I was, I wasn't having like full sex in high school, but I was a champion of both giving and receiving oral sex. Anybody that wanted to date me knew that I was going to require you to eat this pussy. That was my thing. And I think with that, I started tying my sexual, my sexuality, my sexual being to like being able to kind of like manipulate men emotionally, which wasn't great, but that's just kind of where I started off. Like all I got to do is put my mouth on your dick and you going to pretty much do whatever I ask you mm-hmm. to do. Fine. Like yeah. that's, that's simple. I got that, you know? And of course, you know, I think differently now because I'm a, I'm a growner person, but I've always enjoyed the uh, mental part of having sex with men, just like how it affects them. So that's, I've, I've since I've been younger, I've been that way. I definitely felt that way about like head because that I think that was one of the ones where early on you realized that like ah, if I have some if I'm good at this thing, this is really more empowering than it is like degrading. But like actual sex, like I didn't even know it didn't. I didn't even know I wasn't. I didn't know I wasn't having an orgasm until I had my first orgasm. Then I was like, yep. oh, mm-hmm. what have I been doing? I think also because I lived with a person who was telling me how like shameful and degrading it was to be a woman who liked a lot of sex and had a lot of sex. 
I just had internalized that so much in a way that I think it had the reverse effect that my dad wanted it to have on me. Like, you can't degrade me sexually. Like, even if you tried, you just cannot degrade me sexually. You can't shame me sexually because I don't think about it that way. I don't view it that way. I'm the person in power. And I've always felt like that. And with, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, I think with me, I had so much unlearning to do, like so much. I used to be just such like, oh, you had sex, eewee. Or like, I was just so taken aback when I was in ninth grade and I realized that my classmates were fucking. And like when I just moved to Georgia and I was like, oh, this is a thing? Y'all, y'all dead ass? Now, <clears throat> so I didn't really start, honestly, I didn't really start owning my like hoe until like 23. Like owning, just doing what I want to do. Like I've always known what I liked. I've been pretty vocal about that because I started fiddling at 12. I will say that because I watched some shit on TV and I was like, I'm going to try that. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm just going down there and like, oh, let me see what I can do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that feels cool. That is really cool. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And then I like telling this story. Like I told you, my hormone monster appeared when I heard Take You Down for the first time. And, you know, I, I purchased the album that Tuesday. Okay, track one was Throat. Okay, little go-go jam. Track two was Kiss Kiss. Cool, that's on the radio. But track three, when I heard the fucking electric guitars, something woke up inside of me. Mm-hmm. It was your hoe. It was, it was like, I know I'm going to have sex before I might one day. This I haven't seen my purity ring since. I knew I'm going to have sex. I don't know when, who, what, but I am. But I'm still a very late bloomer. I jumped off the porch very late. I didn't get my first kiss till 11th grade. Didn't start fucking till senior year. Didn't get head till freshman year. It was just a lot. So... We wouldn't have had anything to talk about for years, Melanie. I'm glad I met you when I did. <laughs> but like, I've, I've been a, I've been a cool bitch. But like, I used to be like, hey, I'm a virgin. Like, if you, I have to delete those tweets at this point. But like, freshman year, it was bad. Hi, I'm Melanie. Oh, I'm a virgin. I don't do that. So, I'm a virgin. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a virgin. So, I used to tell people sometimes I was a virgin when I was bored. When he was what bored? <laughs> and like, and I would do it. I think I, I was lying. It's like with my kids me. with me, like. I'm a virgin. You said you would say that with your children in the room mm-hmm. present. That's yeah. ridiculous. You yeah. got to prove those are my kids. Ooh. I know them. But um, I think a big part of my sexual like awakening also was that like I started like dealing with myself when I was in middle school. Like I didn't want anybody else to touch me really. So I was like, I'm going to touch myself. And you, everybody has put the pussy under the faucet. And that's kind of, you know, that is- where I got my start. That's his yeah. And then I realized that, like, boys my age, like, you know, boys be trying to finger you on buses and shit and on field trips and stuff. And I was like, these niggas don't make me feel like the faucet. This mm-hmm. shit that these niggas are doing is crazy, but the faucet has my heart. We're friends for real. Tally, may I make a request? You know how to do both, one of the two. Can you either tell the bus story or the closet principal story? One of them. Oh my okay, God. so... I don't know. It, it doesn't matter which story you tell, but you got to tell one of them motherfuckers because them shits is funny. No. Okay. So um, when I was at school, the way we had actually moved schools uh, in the middle of my high school career and our new school had like a basement with like dressing rooms in it. Right. So mm-hmm. I routinely skipped class because I was a good student and I just kind of felt like, you know, if I'm going to do my work, then you guys should be saying shit to me. I'll come to class if and when I want to, if I feel like there are things that I need to, you know, know. I was very college about high school. So I was like, okay, it's the middle of the day. You know, I want to, you know, get jiggy with my boyfriend. So I was like, okay, we're going to go down here. I'm a second dick, right? So I'm in the dressing room. I'm second dick. And my principal finds me. And she's like, 
jazz mentality. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm not doing nothing. Just look. I was like, fuck is your problem? I was like, huh? And she was like, what? And all the teachers knew. They didn't know it was me. But they knew that somebody was in the dressing room sucking dick. And I still, to this day, I thank Miss McCauley for not telling that it was me that she caught in the basement of the school sucking dick underneath the coat rack. Uh, Cause she very well could have put that out there about me, but she did not. And she did not tell my parents. I think more so she didn't want to be known as the principal where students could be sucking dick in the basement and she wouldn't know about it. So. <laughs> but yeah, what's that? Was, did y'all have like a deal? Oh yeah. She told me not to say anything. <laughs> like that's the funniest fucking story. And the fact that she didn't tell your parents and y'all had to like no, barter. And no one knew no. why you was in trouble. They just knew you was in trouble. But yeah, I was in I was in trouble forever. I kept going to detention. Like, and everybody, like, why are you in here? And I'd be like, look, I'm like here under strict orders. Like, I'm been told not to discuss what's going on here. This is a need to know basis. Everybody was trying to figure it out. All the teachers were trying to figure out what I did because I didn't really get in trouble. I didn't really get in trouble for real. So they're like, why have you had detention for 90 days? Right. What is happening? <laughs> turns out i've been sucking dick in the basement so no one put that together i would have been the bitch you know the the one meme with the nigga with the, the board and shit yeah <laughs> like jasmine's been sucking dick she's been in detention somebody got caught nobody it's, it's knows the timelines nobody knows why she's in there but the way that my t- my school did detention was different teachers had det- detention duty so that's why they all wanted to know what was going on because I kept showing up and I was cool. Like I had snacks, like, you know, what's up, Miss Williams? How you doing? Like all mm-hmm. that shit. Why are you in here? Why are you in here? But you, they never put you know, two and two together. You really want to know what I was doing? Yeah. Come to the coat rack. No. <laughs> Take me to the coat rack. But yeah, sex has always been like some like weird thing. But weirdly enough, my mom was pretty cool about it. Cause like when I told her about it, it, she knows I can't lie. And I was just giving her to run down all my niggas. Like, boom, boom, this nigga go to this school, this nigga, this rap, boom, boom, boom. She's like, well, you're not having sex, are you? And I was like... And then she was cool about it. I thought after I lost my virginity when I came home, I thought my mom was going to, like, look at me and be able to tell, but she didn't even talk to me. So, like... It's like a... Glow. My stepmom found out I was having sex because I told y'all I broke one of her chairs uh, and I told her that I was changing a light bulb in it. This is the around the second or third time I decided that I was going to have big girl sex and we were uh, in the living room and I was riding some dick on a chair and it fell flat on all fours like a tired horse. Ooh. And um, <laughs> yeah, her chair was broken. It was really expensive. I told She actually found out about this the other day. I told her I was very drunk. She's still upset. Um, but yeah, her chair was broken. She was fucking on it. Yeah, I told her. I told her like two or three weeks ago. It's about and, um, you know. But at the time, I told her I was changing a light bulb and the chair broke. And I've always been large and in charge. So I don't think she thought anything of it. She was just like, okay, your big ass shouldn't have been standing in my chair. But now she knows I was fucking in it. Um, and also, like one time she came in the house and she was just like, it smelled like pussy in here. I was like, pussy? Who? Pussy where? What no pussy in here? I don't know pussy. Who pussy? I don't know. Do you have one of those? She's like, I know what I smell. So you know that's gotta be the worst. I remember I was at my friend's house and like her mom thought we were fucking around. We really weren't. I was fucking with their cousin and I was over there (laughs) with cousin, but that's neither here nor there. At this one time we weren't fucking around. Her mom came in there one time and was like, it smelled like pussy in here. It smelled like sex. 
And I remember thinking to myself, nobody's had any pussy or sex in here. Your room stink. And I've been here long enough to where maybe I don't notice it anymore. But when it did come in here, I did find it to be a peculiar scent. And now I know what sex smells like. Well, you go nose blind to stuff. If you went in a like, long time. Yeah. yeah, if you're in a room for a long time. So, yeah. Smelled like pussy in there. And I was but just like, I didn't realize at the time when she said smell like pussy in here, her and my dad had been fighting. So I'm assuming now as a grown up that they ah. had been fucking. So I don't think she thought it was me. Because I don't think she assumed out. She was just like, it smelled like pussy in here. I think she was on to my dad. I think that's where she was placing that blame. I don't think she was giving it to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I've had sex in my house, my dad will haunt me for the rest of my life. So, you know. Have you never dad. had sex in that big, beautiful home? That's <laughs> myself. Girl, me, bye. Myself. Me and I. He's so amazing. I would have sex with in all three of those garages. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I've never, like me and my ex, we have like a spot that, it's a spot in my neighborhood. Cause like my neighborhood isn't all the way done. So it's like a spot that's like no houses over there. And we used to just like, we never actually had sex sex, but we used to go crazy. Lots of throat was thrown over there. Lots of throat was thrown. That should be your memoir. Lots of neck, just. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just, I've lost my passion for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I next in next in the city. <laughs> next, <laughs> next in the city. Next in the city. Like, I don't think I'm ever gonna lose my passion for head. Like I might not really want to fuck on you for real, but we're gonna we gonna suck some dick today. That's my that's my ministry. Turn that up. It's been so long. I just like I don't be loving these niggas for real. So just be like, ah, where has this been? You know. I used to really go to town. Bubbles and shit. Learn how to blow bubbles out of Trump videos and like used to like. It was they do Tiana Trump so not Tiana Trump. I'm thinking of Mia Khalifa. Never mind, wrong person. Tiana Trump, wrong story. Too many white men. That's my one problem with her. My only complaint about her. Other than that, the splits is great. She is a passionate dick sucker. She is. Her hair looks crazy. Is she biracial white mom? She is, she, but she's gotten it better because I, I, I remember, see, because now we're in the times of these porn stars' hairs be done. I remember when everybody's tracks was out, when none of the hair looked good. I remember when Lacey Duvall was one of the baddest bitches and her weave was thin. Like, I remember when everything like, looking like exactly like that background. I remember. So now the girls have closures and frontals and full lace wigs and blowouts. That was not the case. Back when Jasmine Cashmere was necking them niggas, all she had was that one pullback dry ponytail. Sometimes yep. they keep it bone straight. I don't stuff. watch much porn, but I knew that Jasmine Cashmere. Jasmine Cashmere was my queen, okay? Do we need uh, to have any porn episodes? His name with the wash and go. But that's the same wig. Which I mean, one? The, um, the shape of are you uh, really big titties? Huh? With the really big titties? No, 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 no. She's like a regular body girl. She has a video with Tiana Trump. They're like on the sofa. What is her name? Oh, mi- not, um, 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 no, 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 not Misty Stone. Misty Stone. Misty Stone. Yeah, Misty Stone. Is, she does have curly hair. The same, the same shake and go. It's a wig. It's a wig. It is a wig. Not the shake and go. That's her, no, 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 that's her aesthetic. She, Misty Stone actually has got to that age, Nora, now she's doing, like, um, her lesbian form. She's, like, the model or the producer. And yeah. Like, now she's definitely reached that age. Now, porn is just not my thing, though. Like, I just, 
It's like mm. wrestling where you have to turn an eye to like all the like racist stuff and just enjoy the fight. Like you really just. I feel absolutely filthy. Every time I finish, I'm always like. I'd be feeling. I like- watch videos of myself. Like if I've recorded a video of myself or I've had sex with someone and we've done it on camera, like if I still have permission to view the video from the other person, I will use that. I mean, sex tanks. Like this girl got exposed with her sex tape in undergrad, and I've had like I've been paranoid ever since. So I feel like niggas gonna try to expose me, whatever. This well, girl got exposed with her. I'm gonna be putting my sex tapes on the timeline. This girl got exposed with her sex tape at Alabama State, and I had already let, like, a nigga and a half record me, and I was just like, well, I guess that's my... If I mean, to this day, like, if my sex tape gets out, that is just my introduction into sex work. Like, I'm just going to have my OnlyFans now because it's already out there, and you that's- can't shame me. Like, I, I can't be shamed. I've never signed up for anything on camera that I wasn't ready for, not a nude, not a video. So my shit come out, it's going to be the intro to my comedy special, and we're just going to be done with it because... What can I do? If my coochie was a little cuter, I may be out here in these streets. I feel like she's just not a cute girl. Surprised. You got to look at more coochies, then you'll love your own. I, w- I yeah. remember um, there was this girl, her name, I'll leave out the story because it's pretty traumatic, but they leaked her nudes on Zanga. I don't remember if you guys remember Zanga. Yeah, I was on Zanga writing, writing, blogging, and doing poetry and rap. They were on there leaking nudes, and then they printed them out and hung them up all over the school. This is the day I really affirmed within myself, I hate men. Like, this was it. I was like, well, I hate these niggas. And then it made me even more upset because it was a white woman. So I'm like, look at what, look at how I'm coming to her aid as a white woman. She would never do this for me. But wrong is wrong, and this is not okay. And then once they started hanging them up, and we were on the bus, and she, like, tried to close her clothes a little bit, like, to pinch her shirt together for whatever reason. And some nigga was like, why are you covering up? We done seen everything already. And, yeah, that's when I became a feminist. That's some Hannah Baker shit. That's the exact right. Hannah Baker. That is literally, well, one of the niggas told her she had a fat ass, and she gave him a tape too so hannah baker was a little yeah have y'all watched the last season of of 13 reasons i'm not not watching that shit i'm not watching that shit at all why there's four seasons of that bullshit okay well let me explain something to you guys i if i start something i was there when true blood went bad i was there when and when the game went bad i was there um i tried to be there through empire stuff but that they have still too many seasons i watched i feel like we all stopped watching empire the same night (laughs) <laughs> I, watched, I, I stuck it out for a while I watched till that movie. pregnant woman pushed the white lady downstairs and killed her baby I believe that's season 2 or 3 I stopped once Lucius lost his leg excuse Lucius me? Lucius lost his leg? Lucius lost his leg that would have been the last straw for me too okay well, it was out of explosion and I had to choose because that and Riverdale came on Wednesdays at 8 and I was like I can't do this with y'all and Riverdale I loved the first season of Riverdale season 2 I was like okay. so what is this show about? Right. And then season three, they just went, like, why are there demons? There's witchcraft. The devil's on this. I was having nightmares. I said, I'm not watching this shit no more. What the fuck happened to kill kill somebody? I was watching the new Sabrina, the I teenage love it. witch. And it was, it was fucking with my spirit. Like, I, 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 I just did not watch that it. shit no more. I love that Sabrina is dark because they are freaking witches. That shit should be dark. But you this- know, you know how dark your shit got to be for Satanists to suit y'all? Yeah, I was yeah. Like, I don't watch this. Like, all right, now, God damn it, this is too. That's much. too much. Yeah. I was watching Sabrina because I got to be all. There's just some shows I got to be all the way awake and I can't fall asleep to. So I was watching Sabrina. I had started to fall asleep, and it was like hail Satan. I was like, turn it off. <laughs> no, <laughs> not in my dream. <laughs> I was God damn it. 
And I was pushing. Say, I'm not even the super religious, but I'm, like, I'm not going to sleep listening to no hell Satan. Not, not, not. No, that's crazy. Not black mind. <laughs> gonna be but y'all, we gotta get back on task before we get cut off again. Oh yeah, you're right. So I was, I was gonna say once upon a time got real dark too. But um, yeah, I think we even we talked about it. Um, we talked about everything that we have on here. Um, we could touch on soul ties and just in the church and how like stupid that shit is. Who's tied to my soul? My soul is pure and whole and inside of my body. Yeah, like my soul is fine. I think, yes, yeah, sex is an exchange of energy regardless, but it's like, they only want to say that shit for us so we can feel like it's part of our coochie, coochie chunks can spread all over the world if we want to be right. a Right, because nobody talks like to men soul about soul ties. But I do feel like these niggas are part of my collection. <laughs> Bro, well, okay, here's a scenario. <laughs> That's just that. You, you walk into a room and everybody nope. has sex with is sitting there what do you it's do? lit if everybody i had sex with was sitting in a room first of all that's not too far-fetched considering my history and my type so that's very uh, possible that's, that's very possible like so i would just be like what y'all in here talking about like i mean honestly i don't have any except for one person i don't really have two people i don't have any bad relationships or bad like experiences with people most of the niggas i've had sex with are very much still in love with me so, y'all all right? Did y'all want some snacks or something? Mine would be like lit. It would turn into a party. The only problems that could pop up is one, do these people know that they're all here because they have all had sex with me? Because it's so right. there may be some inner beefs amongst each other, you know? Oh, didn't know you was fucking my bitch as well. Well, he was. So there may be some of that. Um, but that'll be settled really quickly. And um, the only other issue I could see arising is some people being there that I don't recognize. You know <laughs> We, huh? When? Well, thanks right. for coming. There's some cobblers, some juice. <laughs> no, make yourself comfortable. I cannot believe you're in here. I, I forgot. Who are you? I know, like in my room, there will definitely be like that Spider-Man meme when like the two Spider-Mans are pointing at each other. Could <laughs> <laughs> be. I would be like, well, I know. Well, back when my count was a little lower, I was like, if I walked in the room and everybody had sex with us in there, I'm gonna just play some stroll music. And then just see what happened. I'm just playing that and then just let it happen. That's <laughs> so watch, funny. Watch and stroll as I'm over there, like, and then now I'll just, you know, I can just see that happen. If I play stroll music, I can imagine like when my New York niggas mean like, what the fuck is this goofy ass shit? Like, what yeah, is this? Just been it. Like, oh, I'm, my niggas gonna be in there, like, damn, my barber in here, and I'm like, yeah, him too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn, not my dog, your dog. Your yeah, dog. We right over there selling drugs. Like, oh, we all, we, we, we not to worry about the nigga. I did. No. I did. I did. I did. The whole, there's a whole don't worry about section. They all don't. There's a whole don't, you ain't got to worry about him. Yes, you do. Period. Yeah. And then there's going to be some people in there that I'm like, I'm still going to deny it. I'm like, he's lying. I told y'all he was lying okay. five years ago. He, he scalped his ticket. He got, I don't ticket. know who he, he got, got in here somehow. From, how he got in there. Y'all know I just let him stay to be cool, but that never happened. I may like start a diversion because one of the niggas ghosted me, so I may like try to just kill him. Um, oh, damn, not kill him, kill him, but like hurt him a lot. I get it, that's fair. So, um, and then one I'm actively hiding from, so I may have to just hide behind one of the other niggas to like protect me. I ran into a nigga the other day at a function that I had sex with once, and one, it's just really weird how men like will have sex with you once and think they're always entitled to like speak to you and oh know what's God. going on in your life and 
just jump back into your life. That's really weird. But also being around him, it was like, hmm, I wonder if he remembers that we did that so we don't have to talk about it. Like, you know, so it never comes up again. Like, can yeah. we just pretend that it didn't happen? Like, I'm not ashamed of it, but it happened once, so it barely happened. So let's just never talk about it. I, I absolutely hate Oh, okay. Anyway, okay, okay, I'll go. I hate when, like, a nigga has to remind you that y'all fucked every time you see him. Uh, that is like, what's up, Mel? You remember yeah. that time? Remember Baby winking yes. and shit? I was there. I was oh, like, sick, huh? Yes, leave me alone. I just was my room for the niggas what's up because both my baby daddies would be there. So never mind. I don't want to do that no more. I would, <laughs> when Funny niggas be asking me, do I remember kid. fucking them? I'd be like, no. You remember with that time? Nope. Oh, yeah. yeah you, like, I could have the month. No, we didn't. No, it didn't. It didn't happen. And you don't have no proof. No, their homeboys try to remind you too. Oh, I ain't see you in the house in a minute. You, you know what I hate? Well, you're out with a whole nother nigga and a nigga's like, I recognize you from somewhere. You've never seen me. Never. You've never seen, why would you even do that? Like, even if you saw me, you see me now? No. You see what I'm doing right now? Why are you doing this? This could be the- And place. now I gotta you keep this up all night. I've he never met this be a family. in my life. He might want to be in my kids' lives. You didn't want to do that, Jamal. Like, why are you ruining what we have? Talk about you recognize me. Now he's asking me where you where I'm from. I don't look like nobody. I don't have a familiar face. What am I supposed to say? Comedy? And they can recognize me from comedy. Like, yeah, maybe. But no. Maybe. That's my go-to when niggas be like speaking to me on street. I'd be like, oh yeah, he's he's he comes to some shows. He's a fan. Can we eat now? Yeah. I'm be trying to get that off. Niggas are like, girl, oh, from me on Twitter, so it should be, you know. I'm hole in the wall. You're a big star over there. I'm like, all right, don't crush my. Oh <laughs> no shit on my drinks. Oh, wait, okay. Let's back back, Lauren. You said that both your baby daddies will be there, so you don't want to be there. Have they met? Do they have like beef? Like, how does that work? No, I do want them to meet though, so they can see that I have a taste for lame niggas, and they're not just individuals. I do want them to link up, like the two Spider Mans. If like, damn, you a bitch ass nigga too. Like, I do want. Um, <laughs> I do want oh my god no but they haven't met i honestly like um i mean no i'm I'm just trying to think of something positive to say we co-parent separate um separate but equal not equal at all i prefer one of the over the other the black one that that makes sense period they loud black and i'm proud thank you Oh, yeah. Black is. Well, none of us are virgins, but we are black queens. Yeah, and that's okay. Like, I feel like, and I, again, it's so much unlearning I had to do and still am doing. Like, and then it's like I would link up with other like virgin bitches, and then like we'd be like the virgin. Oh, a whole pack of them. Them hoes don't be no fun. Uh, and then, then we find out one of them was a perp. Like, you really not even a virgin. You'd over here just lying and shit. It was just so <laughs> much, like, A perp? Shut up. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> He's bonding over being lame. And then one day I was like, I'm out of the club. I don't want to be in the club no more. I don't want to sit with y'all over here no more. I'm bored. The girls up there having pregnancy scares. I tried to make a group of lame ass friends when I first got to college and them hoes were boring me so bad. Then I found my real friends. I was like, oh my God, thank Jesus. Cause them no having sex, no drinking, no wanna smoke weed, wanna what? study all the time, bitches. Jesus Christ, you hoes, it's draining me. I just I was sheltered, so that was my excuse. All my friends are with the shit. Like, over the course of my life, I'm trying to think of, like, one real, like, you know, oh, my gosh, guys, we shouldn't do that. That's inappropriate. I don't think I've ever had that friend. 
that person, that dynamic, like, no, no. I'm I'm that friend, not necessarily when it comes to enjoying yourself, but when shit's getting dangerous, I'm just like, all right, that's enough. My, like, cause we all be like, I guess we all either be drunk or whatever. We're like, let's see where we end up. Woo! And that is. I, I did realize hanging out with you is a lot like that. Um, yeah, and I, I would leave somewhere by myself and be out and continue my adventure. My pressure was high hanging out y'all bitches. We was like in that car, I was swerving. Went to that one Ooh. club. It was so much happened. I had on a fur coat and I was hot. And it was like, everybody was just so strange. And I was like, help! I'm having fun. I don't know why. It's so much going on. Help! Mel is there. Have you seen my friends? Did you see the girls what? that came with me? What's going on? Uh, but I love unpredictability. And I love like, I like random shit. Like, I've already, I don't know. I don't know. I'm always, I'm always like, sure, whatever. I'm a roll with the punches, kind of whatever's going on. Let's do the next thing kind of bitch. So sometimes that turns out to be like some hilarious stories, like ending up with the niggas from um the Bad Girls Club show. Fucking um that was a crazy night. Or just wherever ending up in a whole nother state. It's just so many adventures. When I go, I want them to capture like all of these little videos where I'm like, I fucking live. They need to just put them on a loop because that's it. Yeah, I, I'm fun though. Like, especially when I'm drunk. Oh yeah, like I'll just make out with somebody. I want all my sex tapes to bull. be played on a loop to Beyonce's "I Was Here" at my funeral. <laughs> That's what I want. I was here. That's what I want. Um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad, my... Oh, I'm sorry, Lauren. I think the lag is making us talk over each other more because we can't even hear each other talking when we're talking. It's I think hit. before it starts getting super choppy, we should probably like wrap up before no, it starts getting crazy. Not wrap up. That's not kind of good. Okay. Eight minutes. Enter. Yeah, make sure y'all live tweeting shit okay. though, y'all. Um, we're Send us up. letters. Send us letters so we can get in your business. Oh, look at the baby. Look at the baby. Bye. 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 I wasn't that. Listen, he's he's a growing. He's, he he's he's. Crop him out. <laughs> Don't crop him out. He's a sweetie. No, I'm gonna leave him. Niggas don't like our kids. Tyler was already cussing at the dog earlier. They're gonna report us. We have it's a been really it's it's been a hard day, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm starving. So yeah. Um love y'all. Tell us your virginity stories. When did you realize that you were a hoe? Um or whatever. Like when did you come into form? Like mine was yeah. years. After the whole group me shit and I was exposed, I was like, you know what, fuck you, I'm gonna do what I want to do anyway. Y'all when did you me. jump off the porch? Yeah, when was when's that porch hop? Period. Let us know. I had a I had a Kappa lie on me at Alabama State. After that, I started hoeing for real. I was like, I'm never living this rumor down. So I might as well do all the shit I want to do anyway. <laughs> well, now I can run it. <laughs> well, you log on Twitter and see everybody at school talking shit about you. You was like, you know what? <laughs> I guess I can so just have the time. I'm just going and bust open the cue house then. Fuck it. I'm just YOLO. Can't be no worse than this. So, and that's the fuck I did. If you ain't pop no pussy in no cue house, then you're not good at sex to this day. Or if I you had to do it at least once. Cues didn't come help you move your furniture and you just popped your pussy in your room. <laughs> that's a way to consolidate. And you know what he moved? He moved a microwave. Girl. Over. And it wasn't even like he, like, he didn't even bring it upstairs. He just moved it, it from one side of the room to the other. It was already like Looking back, when you're young, you're, I wasn't even goofy. I knew what the fuck was going on. I was like, let me play Let me play instant. Like, oh, oh my God, maybe you can help me. A lady. I'm a lady. whole time, I was a tramp. 
the best coochies are made at Q House Party. So it just, you know, it's like herd immunity, just like throwing it out there. Just like, you see that baby get thrown in the pool on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> That's so That's, funny. I don't know if it was at y'all college as well, but Fred House parties in Savannah State were orgies, and they didn't put that on the flyer. Like, nowhere on the flyer did it say after 11, all the niggas that aren't in the frat will be kicked out, and it's an, a sex fest. So, you find that out at 1059. Well, see, I always knew something weird was happening late at night at frat houses so when i was younger i was just like i'm gonna leave this establishment at a reasonable time i think one time i stayed a little too late and shit started about to pop up and i was like oh no i'm not involved i'm just looking for my purse i just i'm, I'm not gonna be staying um I, i'm gonna Same. go i had to have hide you seen a, a small fake louis vuitton bag because that's mine i just want to go to my dorm when they would do them predatory like you know how the frat niggas would like invite certain people Mm-hmm. And when I saw them like invite my friend in front of me. I was like, nigga, I'm right here. I ain't invited. He was like, exactly. <laughs> You're like, not invited. <laughs> womp, womp. Why not? Something's like, no. going on at those parties. They popped the, um the campus popped the orgy off one time. I had to hide in the bathroom with my best friend until our yellow cab came and picked us up. It's not yellow, like, yellow, yellow cab. For a nigga mid-orgy, be like, who yellow cab? And it's just two dumb bitches coming out the bathroom with all their clothes on. Like, that's us. We're gonna go, y'all. Use protection. Be safe. Do please. <laughs> uh, we're never invited back. I made my me and my line <laughs> sister were supposed to go to this alpha party, um, this FSU alpha party, but I was still being fast at the Q house beforehand, and we missed the party. By the time we got there, it was over capacity and we couldn't go. And she will not let me live down making her miss fat monkey to this day. <laughs> it was just unfortunate. It fat monkey called fat monkey with a ph when i tell you fsu apples used to have the best most creative fun ass fucking parties they weren't like being funny acting i, I would have my face fat monkey i would have took this i wanted to go and by the time we got there it was over past the fire department was there and shit we was like Ooh. everybody went to fat monkey see the closest i ever had was we didn't they weren't creative like that like we had the basic ones like the pretty nasty and the oil spills but oil spill i had the time of my life at oil spill twice Two of the best parties ever. And you know what else? I know we don't say many nice things about the Sigmas, but I went to Blue Drama when I was young and I had a good time. I went, I to-, went to Blue Drama and stood there and I was like, this is not my scene. What is Blue Drama? This is a pajama party? It's a, yes. a Sigma okay, pajama party. So it was a pajama party, but you just come in some slutty. And then I went because the year before, um, when I was in high school, my senior year, the party ended up on World Star because somebody was eating ass in the mm-hmm. party. So it was on World mm-hmm. Star and it went viral. So I was like, oh, I'm going. I don't know why yeah. I wanted to go. I just wanted to see like what the fuck's happening. But the way the party set up, if it gets too hot in the middle. Only the two yeah. nasty bitches up in the middle. You on the outskirts getting some air. You're not seeing the porn on the walls. Like, exactly. that was yep. There was porn on the walls, condoms on the floor. They're yep. fucking in the middle. Like the eye of the storm. That's what the that, filter is. That is some nasty shit. But there. you know what? It's like sometimes you just gotta go put eyes on it. Like when the girl came that was at Trouble's party that had sex with a cucumber, she had an independent event out here in Atlanta. And I when I tell you this is pre-coronavirus, I was this might be when coronavirus started or why. I got dressed, I did my makeup, I got there. There was a line of niggas that stood after she paid after she did her demonstration. So she comes in with a box of cucumbers. And everybody's around her. I'm standing right next to her. I got my camera. She hands a cucumber to me. Bam. Big phallic cucumber in my hand. So I say, what do I do with this? And she was like, whatever you want. Like real sexual. So I put it back. I just put it back in the box. So after that. Great. 
That's I know where this woman. I'm so proud. And not even because I'm no prude. I'm like, there's too many people here. I know, girl, this camera's like, I ain't about to do all that. But then next thing I know, it's a bunch of girls and her. So she's like, guys are holding the cucumbers down like they're dicks. And she's taking four cucumbers to the neck, like in a row. She's like, got, got, got. And going back and forth, like playing the piano, but straight neck. And like the DJ, she's like, she's taking four. She's doing four. And I'm like, holy shit. This is America. So then she gets up. There's another girl. She starts jamming a cucumber down her neck. Wrap it up so we can get off of here, Lord. Because what the fuck? That is, I just, I don't I had the time of my life. I had the time of my life. Because she's not even having sex with men. She's getting paid to suck on vegetables. Okay. And And you, Jasmine Bank. Make your money, but people are depraved. Men are depraved. Just straight up. Men are so gross. On that note... Bye, y'all. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Bye. That was the benediction we had. Bye. <laughs> the benediction. The benediction. The benediction. Bye. Bye. Uh-huh. Is that uh-huh. a cucumber emoji? I hope not. The jokes are jokes. The jokes are jokes. The jokes are jokes. The jokes are jokes.